everybody. It's Vodka, Vodka Friday. Friday. We're Happy back. Vodka we're back and we're still saw Donna. Yes. No Donna. Yes. No Donna. She's Donna. Just, she, where's Donna this Donna. Week now? Where's she done? Mexico. Because she's celebrating her. Her birthday, but we big will not birthday. say the number. Uh-huh. The big birthday. No, it's, no, it's not just a big a birthday. birthday. It's just a birthday. It's a birthday. Yeah. That's it. That's it's as far as birthday. she looks. Okay, amazing. you're welcome, Donna. <laughs> she's beautiful. Okay, so I, yes, she but is. She's but she's in Mexico, right? She's in Mexico. She's with at some hoity toity resort with her daughter. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, it is nice, is actually. Nice. They yeah. seem to be having a good time. I've talked Donna, to her a lot. Donna likes to travel, eh? Yeah. I think she's going away, yeah, because she's coming with us to that destination wedding yeah. in April. Well, and she should be. I mean, yeah, her yeah, and the bride are really good friends. Really I'm good not friends, going. Yeah. No. But you know what? So here's the thing. And I kind of I come under the scrutiny at work all the time where people mm-hmm. say to me, they said, you need uh, you need more work-life balance. But for me, I feel like I have work-life balance. I don't mm-hmm. feel like my work is a job. No, yeah. So, and you know what? And I, I have no mm-hmm. issue pounding it and honestly I am not the girl that wants to sit by a fucking pool or an no, ocean you're not that person. for 10 no, days it would no. drive me insane and I know even yeah, when we went to Mexico I ended up taking the girls like uh, a Gloria's kid and Shannon's kid I took them into Cancun because I thought okay enough enough of this like I just, it's not my thing it's right. just not yeah. I'm not a sun worshipper although I, I do like your pool but I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when you when you travel, you like to sightsee and stuff. Are you yeah. like a tourist? You're a tourist. Yeah, or, or I prefer that. You're not a beach that. person. No. So I think maybe for me, if I was gonna go away, mm-hmm. probably a cruise would suit me well. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always shit going on. Yeah. I'm not. I don't just have to go. Oh, it's pool day. Oh my god, we're Groundhog yeah. Day. Oh, we're gonna drink what tequila again today? Like that is not my thing. Have for you ever vacation. done a cruise? No. So uh, Mike's son and and his uh, girlfriend just came back from a cruise over Christmas, a, a one-week cruise. They flew to Fort Lauderdale. Have they ever Fort been Lauderdale. on one? No, they've never been the first time. So they flew to Fort Lauderdale, got in a, a boat, and they said it was the best time they've ever had. They said they'll do it 100% because yeah. it was so much fun. There was so much to do on the boat, and then you had the added, so which is a, a holiday in itself. And then you had the added bonus of going to all these different islands because of Caribbean cruise. They would go to all these different islands and then they'd get off and they experience the culture of every different island. So it's almost like these mini vacations within their vacation. They said it was the best. 100%. And it was cheap. 100%. And it was so cheap. They, I think they said it was like the cost them 600 bucks each. Wow. For the cruise? Yeah. And then, what? But they also didn't have the booze in. They didn't go with the all-inclusive oh. on the booze because neither wouldn't drink that much. They said they did the math. They'd have to drink at least four drinks a day to get their benefit, and they don't drink. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I would, yeah, I'd be the same way. I don't drink that much. I would have maybe a couple at night. I might want tie one on one night, but I'm certainly not going to be drinking. I don't, I'm not a day drinker per se. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not either. So <clears throat> why would I go? I would, I would, I wouldn't take the the, the drink package either. So you they just didn't buy them do, as you go. So they said, yeah, six hundred bucks. If they did the, uh, the drink package, be two hundred bucks more. At least. Three to four, I think. Wow. Yeah, I would That's do it just in case. That. Like, I honestly, I would take the drink package because no. that to me would sound like a deal, right? Yeah. If it was just that much more for yeah. a week, okay, I can spend that on a, but I can spend that up. They're like a young a couple and they were trying to, they're trying no, to budget, no, no. right? And but, they just realized that they, they don't drink enough to, to warrant it. So that's what they said. Yeah, let's not do it. But they loved it. They absolutely loved it. And I said, what about the, uh, the waves and that? And they said, there's one day they felt a little queasy. But then, other than that, they were fine. They said it was it was all good. So yeah, they were. They and yeah, and every protocol going forward, hopefully, uh, with your agreement with Bermuda, some of these protocols are where, like you had said oh, before, yeah, these cruise ships it. roll in. Where's somebody? Um, I want. I wonder how many other people on that boat didn't have the drink package, knowing when you pull into some of these protocols. Yeah. You can bring your own booze That's on. That's the thing. They said you, uh, you could bring in two bottles uh, like a day or something like that. So every time you, you could bring two of wine, of wine. 
Oh, not I, liquor. I, I, liquor. I, they just said wine. They didn't say that you could bring in hard liquor. Or spirits. I, I don't know. I, I think it's wine. I'd be curious and, which to is know fine, that. Which is fine, because I would drink wine. So yeah. I would, I'd bring my own wine in. Like, if you go to different, just bring a couple of bottles of wine in. and time you over for whatever. And really, for, for me to drink a couple of drinks and pay for it, like, that'd be nothing. I, would, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I wouldn't care if it, you know, what it still, costs. For what I drink. Be, yeah, for a week. I mean, I'm not drinking $15 or $20 martinis all night long. No, you might have two or three beers. Exactly. Yeah, I want to keep my whiskey because there's so think, much fun to do. I think it would work for me. Because I do think a cruise yeah. would work for the way that I'm designed. Yeah, yeah you yeah, like to get the shows. Yeah, exactly. The shows. The, all that stuff would be just fun to me. And they, I'd want to go on a big, big ship. Like, yeah. it had lots of shit going on. You know what? Maybe I'll do a single cruise. There you go. No. There you go. <laughs> well, oh, look at her. She's sitting and eating dinner we alone. We talked about doing a gay cruise, but then I've seen different <clears> things <throat> about gay cruise. In fact, there's a Netflix series. Uh, it's called Cruising or something like that. It's, it's, it was a gay cruise or whatever, and it seems so complicated. And I'm like, why would I want to put my drama at this, this <laughs> drama? Well, it's just like you have to you have to take all these different fucking things, and I don't know. It just there's all these events, so you had to dress a certain way. There was the white party, and then there was the feather party, and then there was this oh, party. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're dressing up for all these fucking costumes. I'm like, how <laughs> yeah. big is your tickle trunk that you have to bring on this fucking yeah, boat? It's <laughs> a lot of work. Like, Jesus, this is a lot of work. Yeah. You know what? And you know? get through customs, Jesus. trying to answer some of the questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, What's this? I'm sorry, why do you have feather boa? <laughs> sorry, and high heel shoes. Sorry, that's my husband's strap on. <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly. Oh, look, he's bringing yeah. uh, chips. I thought oh, it was. I, uh, you know what I thought it was? Pineapple. I was like, yay, <laughs> this will do. Yeah, anyway, Mike's. yeah. So, uh, no, you know, I, a fun fact. Another fun fact. Let's go back to the fun facts for a second. So we're just Mike just brought us some chips, which is really funny. He's thanks, 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 Mike. Yeah, we thank appreciate you. the chips. But fun fact: I was listening to a podcast, and they said that they can't eat on air because there's people that when they, the, it, it's. Um, it's almost like an agoraphobia. It's like a phobia thing. Yeah, but we when don't they eat hear, into the when mic. They hear, when they hear people eat, it turns them, like their stomach, turns oh. their stomach when they hear people chewing. They should get help for So that. they can't listen to a podcast. <laughs> so this, these, this guys were, that were doing the podcast, they said, yeah, we can't eat on our podcast. But because they were going to go to another podcast that it was about food and they were actually going to sit and have a meal while they're podcasting. I thought, well, that would be interesting. But you'd hear somebody chewing. They said, we can't do that in ours because we've been told that we eat. It, when you chew, it makes people nauseous. A certain percentage of our of our audience makes them nauseous, and they would it would. Turn I never off knew per- that. Yeah, that's, there's a name for it. And I'll, I'll have to look it up. But like I could see if I'm it. crunching into the microphone, but I always try to step. Yeah, step I do back. too. Usually. So okay, we're gonna talk about something tonight. Yeah, what are we talking? We're about? We're gonna talk about what is the best age to okay. get married. Oh, we can anything. say get married. Anything, anything, and I, I think we'll impart our wisdom. Okay, let's, start, let's start with what's the best age to have sex. Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. What's the best? Because usually the first time's fumbly anyway, so you might as well get it over with young. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I, I don't know. I, I would say 16. I would yeah. say 16's probably yeah. a good age. 16, you're, 17, maybe you're 17. Still fumbling around, whatever. Anything yeah. younger than that seems to be a waste of time. Right? 17. Yeah. I'll go with 17, because 16, there's so much going on in a young man's body. Like, like, yeah. like I was a tornado of fucking hormones. Yeah. Yeah, like you waited till you're 17. <laughs> well, most, guy, most guys Jesus. mature, well, I mean, women mature earlier. Um, are they are they prepared for that intimacy at Well, the emotional. Age? It's the emotional. The emotion. That's no, the you're thing. right. You're right. You That's a to tough get, one. You need to get through some... And some... because for a woman, for a guy... It's a badge of honor. I lost my virginity. Look at I'm getting banged. I'm oh, 15, for a woman, it's a, but for it's a, a woman, scarlet it's a, letter. Well, if it gets around, if and it younger, usually does at young. a younger age. And um, it's more 
hallowed ground for a woman, her virginity. Yeah. I don't want to sound sexist, but would you agree to that? Well, there's still a... I don't know if I agree You don't lose that. your virginity and go around like a guy putting it up like a fucking trophy. No, you don't. No, you might share it with your girlfriends, but you do it with a different context, for sure. That you... You know what? But you're right. There's the emotional tie. And the thing is, you can never, ever lose your virginity again. And you will never, <laughs> right. ever forget it. So yeah. whoever you pick, make sure they're worthy of that memory. Right? That's, That's the right. truth. You can everybody can remember who their first is. That's right. Do you remember your second? I don't. <laughs> I'm stuck. Same at... person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might sound like a bit of an S L U T. Which I was not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What is a good age to decide what you want to do for a career? That's a tough one. That's hard because, you know, you have so much pressure when you get in high school. Like, you got to figure out what you want to do in your life. Yeah, and which so is ridiculous. so many kids go into university and they have no clue what they want to do. And they just pick it just because somebody pressured them and said they did a test and said, you'd be good at this. So they take a course. 27. And then, and then year three of a university degree, they realize, that's not what I want to be at all. I want to be something completely different. 27. I don't even know if you really know. Because you've had, you've had some time to grow, educate, expand, maybe travel a little bit, maybe get try and get your... Mature. Mature. Get, I was going to say get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say this about that, picking a career. I think if I think what I've always done is start started at the end. So I had a conversation <coughs> with my son, Andrew, the other day. And Andrew's, <coughs> Andrew's like I am. He's an entrepreneur. Riley is not designed to be an entrepreneur. He needs to know that I have... This job to do Monday to Friday at this time, and this is my paycheck, and anything above is a bonus. I'm saying that. Okay. So that's Riley. Andrew's more like me. Yeah. I tried being an entrepreneur young, and it didn't work. I wasn't, A, I didn't have the experience, the contacts, or the wherewithal to do it. Plus, you need finances, and when you're young, nobody's handing you money Mm -hmm. to float yourself until you get yourself established. So what I would do if I was young and said, ultimately, I want to own, let's say I want to own my own vodka company. Mm -hmm. So how would I approach this? Okay, if I was going to go to school, then what is the best school that I can do that's going to help me in the end with there? Well, it could be a mixology uh, degree or whatever diploma that they do in Niagara. Uh, or a distillery, or it could be a business degree, marketing degree, and I can go work for one of the big companies and learn the industry. Yeah. Then you learn your contacts, you get your contacts, you you know what you're doing, and then chances are people will finance you if they have faith in the fact that you know what you're doing, and that only comes through having experience. So my thing would be, don't be in such a hurry to know what you want to do at the end, because I was in footwear from the time I was 21 until I was in my 50s, and, and now I'm in alcohol. And there's no there's no guarantee you're going to stay in that same zone. That's my point. Life changes yeah. and directions change. I mean, I started out, my first career was in the bus industry. Yeah. I mean, if you told me as a teenager, oh, you're going to you're gonna get into school buses, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't stand driving on, riding on them. Why would I want to get into that biz- yeah. business? But it was, it was the times. There was no jobs. I got a factory job in a company that I could grow with and I learned to love the industry and I stuck in that industry for 35 years I was I was I liked that industry was it what I wanted to do no so I got out and I tried some things that I did like and now I like doing 
but that's not, to say that's not going to change because then an opportunity could in Act Three <laughs> could yeah, come right. up and then I would do something different. So I, no, I think it changes. It does, and I don't think time. you can minimize everything you've done because it usually something will give you something to end up where you are. Like yeah. my first job was in sporting goods. Yeah. Well, I could equate sporting goods to the alcohol industry even today because they're very male dominated. It's very tongue in cheek. It's mm-hmm. very, very. I mean, men tend to want to keep the stuff that's super fun to themselves. So sporting goods was fun as well. And, uh, and you know what, but that taught me to have the broad shoulders that I need for this industry at this age. Like, and I get that, you know, everybody needs to be appropriate in the HR stuff and whatever that goes along with that. But I'm one of these women. And I would say the same is true with Donna that can handle myself in any situation. I'm not easily offended and I can give it back as much as I can take right, it. Right, right. And if you're pissing me off, you're going to know it. <laughs> really? I'm not going to hold back. Really? I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah right. Okay, so what's the best age to have kids? Oh, never. Don and I would say don't avoid it. They're overrated. It's funny. Most parents would say, "Well, if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't." Yeah. Oh, all right. Thirty. Not most parents. That's I would not agree true. with you. That's thirty. Because you should be sort of on your way. You, yeah, you figure out who you slowing are as down. a person. You're slowing down, and then you you've got more love to give. I think it's at the older age. The commitment, more patience, that more is, patience, that's patience, and understanding, and love. I was just I was just talking about this. Uh, I think to Mike. Recently, I just I did the math and realized that my mom was um, basically got pregnant at 16, had my brother at 17, then got pregnant again at 18, had me at 19, then got pregnant again and had my sister at 20. She had three kids by the time she was 20. That's fucking yeah. insane. Can you imagine boom, a 20 year old today? No. Look at your kids today and think my tw- 20 year old with three little ones under the age of three. I think if, you, if you, you don't have you twins, get, excuse me, if you yeah. don't have Andrew and Riley at the same time, if you don't have twins, do you have a second child? No, I wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't? Mm-mm. Or is that easy for you to say now or be thinking back then? No, back you... then, I just wanted one. Keep in mind, Ray and I had his daughter, Alicia. Oh, that's right. right? So that, for me, she would forget. have a sibling. I always forget about I didn't her. Need... Where is she now? Um, She's in Toronto. Okay. She's, she's done Sorry. well in her life. She has. And, uh, you know, I think about her all the time. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, we don't have a relationship today. Right. But if that ever changed, I would be the happiest person on the planet. Right. But anyway, yeah. regardless. So we Sorry. had her Sorry. and I raised her. She was yep. nine months old. I helped raised her. Yeah. She was nine months old when I met her and her and I had a great relationship. And she was the daughter. Now, I'm sure she would have preferred to have twin sisters. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, she ended up yeah. with twin brothers that she's still really close to, by the oh, way. Oh, good. Mother's so, good. But no, for me, and I don't regret having the boys, not at all. I mean, I love the fact that I have two of them and whatever. Oh, I would have loved to have twins. But it was not what I thought for my it's life. Not roses. Mm-mm. It's not roses. No, I mean, no, no, no. It's a hard, it's a hard oh, like, can you imagine three? It's the dynamic triplets? of it. <laughs> triplets? Well, they were. Andrew and Riley were triplets. Oh, until they were. I, That's why I found out I was having twins. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, regardless, I, I think 30 is a good age for it. I do. And then there's part of me that looks back and I go... You know what? When you're young, and and I get that maybe you're not ready. Nobody's ready to be a parent. Nobody goes, you know what? I have my shit together today, and I am going to, let's do this parenting thing. That does not fucking happen. You have no idea what you're in for until you're in for it. Everybody matures differently. But I think when you're ready, you're ready. Like some people aren't ready and they have children and it's because they weren't ready and things, accidents happen, right? So that's, that, that happens. But then there's, there's couples that, um, they know that, and the, the clock just, you're still says, not ready because re- no, you have no, no idea what's coming at you. True, you really don't. True, but <clears throat> but you're more prepared because you want it more than than it being an accident. Put it that way. 
Yeah, but I mean, sometimes that works out better too, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you're not expecting it, you, you, I don't know, ebb and flow, I guess. And then you, you just deal with kids what's are been gift. given you. I don't care which, which, no, which, I agree. whether it's an accident or on purpose, kids are a gift. Yeah. Or they're a blessing. I always said kids are a blessing. So when I hear but they're somebody not for everybody. And that's okay. And by the way, if you don't want to exactly. have kids, that is fucking okay. 100%. There's nobody's business mm-hmm. whether you have kids or don't have kids, to be honest. And it's not for everybody. And there's nothing wrong with that. It no. doesn't make you less than. It friends, doesn't make you whatever. One it of my makes best friends you... never had kids. And she's fine with it. And she's a... She's in the education industry. She's and she's, she's around kids why. all the time. <laughs> she's around why. kids all the time. But <laughs> like, no, it just never happened for her. And she said, you know, she's fine with it. Yeah. She's at an age. She, you know, came and went, and she's like, yeah. But have you ever met anybody who are a, a set of parents where you would look at them and say, "Wow, you, um, you are growing up, and you meet your friends' parents." Have you ever sat and said to one of your friends? You know what? You're really lucky. You've got really good, a really good mom and dad. Huh? Have you ever turned to one of your friends that you grew up with? So you grew up with a lot of diff- uh, a good handful of the same group of gals. So you, as you're growing up from, uh, let's say, six years old on up to where you guys are all off to high school and hanging out at each other's house and what yeah. have you. Yeah. Have you ever turned to like one of your friends and said, "You have such amazing parents." I, I, that I was have my lots house. of friends. That was my house. Yeah, That's what my of- friends said to me. Yeah, I have you friends have an that amazing I, family. And I think I did. they have great families, which yeah. is fun, which is nice. It's yeah. nice to see see that they, you know, the, the, where their mom and dad made it together and they didn't split up and all that. So I think that's like you feel the that. love in the family when yeah. you're there. When I don't know if it's so much. I don't. I don't know if it's so prevalent now because a lot of families don't stick it out. Like I think you know, it's, it's rare to see somebody that's married for fifty years. You know, my mom and dad would have been mm-hmm. like if she hadn't died, right? Mm-hmm. So, but my mom and dad were. They were, we had literally the great family. I mean, there was chaotic and it was noisy and it was loving and we mm-hmm. were all together and we're still pretty close. Yeah. We don't live on each other's doorsteps and we certainly don't chime in on each other's lives. Um, but you know what? I mean, and in mine was a house that everybody moved into. <laughs> they were, well, everything went to shit in their own house, right? Yep. I had lots yep. of friends live with me. My sister did, my brother did. And my parents were like, yeah, whatever. There's an extra room. Sure, they can come and stay here for what they need. They figured out. Yeah, that was my house, right? So what's a good age to buy a house? So (laughs) I have a theory on this. Before you buy a house, before anybody buys a house, you need to learn how money works first. (laughs) Invest in the market. Plain and simple. Because you will make more money. A house, typically, the last three years aside, because that's nutty and that doesn't fucking happen. Houses appraise at 5% a year. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's what a house appraises for. Everybody talks about house and they said, uh, you know what? I got this house. I spent $150,000 for it. And you know what I'm going to get for it? $500,000. But they don't actually take in consideration all the fucking interest they paid that's right. or the refinancing they've yeah. done or all yeah. that stuff. So essentially, that $150,000 house that you think you just made $250,000 on, you didn't. But where a house comes into play, where it's a good thing for you is that you can leverage that asset against yes. borrowing money. So yes. it becomes a but- good thing. Now, yeah. if you took said house, mm. so before you buy said house, you Dave's got, uh, let's say <laughs> I want to create a numbered company, XYZ Stones. That's my new numbered company. So before I bought that house, There's I should There's not a number in there, by the way. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> so you're failing already. I should have bought it through the company, though. 
And then if because it, then I can pay rent to my own company, declare my rent it's every not year. That easy. You'd have to watch it's capital gains on that. Yeah, uh, I know. But capital, capital gains only gains. kick in at hundred grand. Yeah. Uh, no. no, you actually capital gains don't kick in until about yeah. eight hundred thousand. Yeah, that sounds, okay. that's simplified. But the tax law is different now. You you can't do that. I think anymore. you have to really, really research it. That's why I'd say yeah. Talk to a learn about person. how money works. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing too is that when you're young, you're when your your best thing right now is to use your RRSPs and don't invest in RRSPs because it's a bullshit investment. It just is. But if you're young and you want to do a down payment, they'll let you go borrow up to thirty five thousand dollars. That thirty five thousand dollars, if you are um, if you are committed to this, will only cost you about twenty nine thousand because the rest of it will come back to you in tax money that you get mm-hmm. back. In fact, it might even be less than that. It might be twenty seven thousand. So you actually get a pickup of about eight grand. So if I'm young and I want a thirty five thousand dollar pickup, I'm going to take my money. I'm going to throw it in an RSP right before tax season, and I'm going to put whatever I can that will actually top me out when I get my refund. I'm putting that back into my RSP. Right, so if right. I get eight thousand dollars or nine thousand dollars back, I'm putting that back into my RSP. Then I'm pulling out our thirty-five thousand because you only have to take that into income. Don't pay it back. Mm-hmm. Just take that into income at ten percent a year. It's nothing. So you had another three grand onto your right. your thing. You don't have to pay it back. And then RSPs are not a great investment. No. They're not because it's false. You get there, I got a million dollars. No, you don't. You got five hundred thousand dollars because the rest is going back in tax. Right. And the problem is RSPs only work. When people actually reinvest that money, which they don't, mm-hmm. they look at it and they go, "Oh my god, look at it! I got five thousand dollars coming back. I'm going to go blow it." Mm-hmm. So now you've completely, completely defeated what an RSP should actually work for you, because all you're doing is blowing money that really is is you're going to be paying at a higher tax rate later on. Right. So anyway, I would say before you do any type of the younger you are. And the sooner you learn about money and how money works and compound interest and, to your point, Jeff, investing, you could be mega rich, really, by very little dollars the younger you are. Like, you could. I know I invested. So one of my kids had about $15,000, and we invested it for him when I had my licensing and stuff. (coughs) And uh, that $15,000, if he never touches it, that will be worth to him when he is 65. It's like, I don't know, $2.8 million. Mm-hmm. And that's if all the I, investment was. If I didn't get divorced, mm-hmm. I would be retired right now. Oh, really? Oh, I probably would be too, yeah. Honestly. Now, and I'm not saying... Yeah. Um, I had to split my, uh, my pension, so that was... Yeah, and was you... Uh, <clears throat> that... Some of that disposable income that you had for investment is now not there because you're paying a mortgage and child support. Yeah. So there's and, another question. What's a good age to retire? <laughs> I used to think everybody would talk, well, the younger you can get out and enjoy it. And we only go around once. Right. You've said that before, Rita. You said no one gets out of here alive. Right. Okay. So, but the longevity of life, you could almost look to your predecessors in your life, your mother, your father, your grandparents, and say, okay, they're, and they, the law of averages has come up. They're lasting longer, lasting longer. So, you can have new hips, new shoulders, new ankles, new knees, and I'm probably a wrist and an, a- an elbow and <laughs> shoulders for all I know. The, and before you know it, they're going to give you a new eye. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Well, <laughs> I am going I to be, what I've decided is I'm no. never going to die. I'm going to be a cyborg. So, oh. what, so what, when well, are you going to retire? What's, I, what's a good I don't know if there's ever a time where people should retire anymore because I wonder, when you retire... You think you shouldn't retire? Well, no, but I think you need something. I agree. You got to do something. Something. 
um, I some are called you may call it purpose. Some may call it I need a challenge every day. Dave, I think there's Dave, a most people hold that on do a second. Retire. I know you a <clears throat> yeah. bit. Yeah. Could you really retire, Dave? And stop? No. Can you just let me travel answer? with Mike and not work? <laughs> Jeez, I can't even answer. No working. Okay, can let me answer. First of all, retirement means different for different things for different people. Yes. So some people, when they retire, they do not work a day after retirement. That's it. Some people retire from the career that they worked in for a lot of years, and then they do something different. Mm. And it could be a part-time job. It could be whatever. They're still re- considered self-retired, but they do something different with their life. And it could be they volunteer at, at the at the hospital for three mm-hmm. days a week or whatever. Maybe it's uh, something that they've always been interested in. They're not making. But I agree with you. When you retire, the la- I think most people need to be doing something. They yeah, want to be doing something. I you think- have to keep your mind active. You have to keep your mind active. I know when my parents retired, 65, it was a different generation. They, re- they retired. Yes. They did not work a day after that. But, but it was a grind a- to get to there. You are you are Sorry. talking about they, they, what they what they did was they took up hobbies <laughs> that I was shocked that they would do. Um, they camped. They, they were never campers when I grew up with them. They didn't camp a day in their life. Then they all of a sudden they started camping with trailers and everything else. And then they came. They got a motorhome and they were traveling. They always loved to travel, so that's something that was you know their thing. And they took up golf. Never they were not sports people at all growing up. So they retired. But it's almost like retirement was that third stage of their life that they took on a different, whole different, different life, a whole different They didn't just mindset. sit at home and, and they grow didn't just old. can't. And that's, but they didn't work. They didn't work. So they, you have to have the financial life. means to do that. And that's So plan for it. For plan. So for, learn about money. So when you say retirement, <laughs> retirement is when you can financially do the things you want to do and not have to rely on that income every week from a job. Yes. Right, but you yes. if you plan well, then you yep. you you don't yep. miss anything, yep. right? Yep. But you can't kill yourself trying to get to retirement either, because yeah. the reality is you may not make it there. I know a lot of people that they they wanted to retire at fifty five, like, you know, freedom fifty five. That See, was I've the big never, thing. Remember, fifty five. I never did, and I know people that have, I have retired at fifty five. Yeah, and I know people that have gone, especially if they're in the military. They're you know it's twenty years yeah, old, or, yeah. or they're they're in a, a police or or fireman's career in twenty five years, and they're out. And they're technically retired at forty-five or fifty. And then they do another gig, and and, and they say they're retired, but they're not really retired because they're going to go on a different gig and they're going to do their side hustle or whatever. They're they're not going to sit back and just play backgammon for. You the know rest why of their life. they can't? They's too young, so nobody's young. in their nobody. lifestyle with yeah. them. So particularly, nope, you have right. this generation coming up that are probably going to live to be past a hundred. Yeah. So if you retire at sixty-five, yeah. you better have a lot of fucking dough because exactly. you got another thirty-five 30? years to go. That's right. Well, even now, right. so you retire sixty-five now, the average. Some are live 85, 90. Yeah. On 85, yeah. On an, it would yeah. be an average to me now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I think for me, my plan would be, so, you know, like working to get to where I'm going to, but I would like to, I think what I'd like to do at retirement is, and re- that age is whenever I can afford to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That for me is when I can afford to, but I can't do nothing. So I will always have a part of me that does some sort of career thing. Right, whether I flip houses with somebody or or right. renovate yeah. like an apartment building or whatever it is, there'll be sure. something that I will use my money for, but it won't be something that I will be. I'll have somebody that manages that. Right. But at the same time, I'd like to I'd like to pick a country and I'd like to rent a house. I've said fully stuffed, yeah. right? And I'd like to stay there for three months and actually inject myself in the country and okay. and sort of cruise around and whatever and get up in the morning and right. go down to the ocean and grab whatever yes, yes. bread and cheese and then go back and, yes. and then yeah, wander around and that's sort of putter, right? That's what I would love right? to do when I retire. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would love to do. But it's not reality because I think you have to look at 
um, if I was if I was single, didn't have kids, didn't have family, and then you could do something like that. But I think it's kind of difficult when you have kids and grandkids. Like, no, I you just you go I for three just months. Pick up and go, be gone for three months. But I do like the you. idea. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty close to my kids. No, kids no, because I want. I don't want. I would probably miss them after a while. But you, you never say never, right? Things yeah. change. But I do like the idea of just immersing yourself in a different country and going living there. If you had the financial means, just to go live in somebody else's world for and just I, experience it for. Just, like know, just career like them, not in a hotel, love, love the and idea. not the in idea. a hotel, and not in a. No. but still no. sort of cruise around and maybe do tours, like go on tours and stuff. Well, I we did, were just in Mexico, and I seen. Uh, yeah, where you were staying down yeah, there. We were staying. Different. Then there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of snowbirds and, and people like from the U.S. and Canada that live down there, and and uh, some of them live there full time, and that's cool. And when we were walking around, I noticed there's a lot of houses that had hammocks, and I just thought it was kind of cool. Like they didn't have beds; they had hammocks. They they slept in hammocks because I guess that's the thing in Mexico, I guess. And I thought, could I be that person to go down and just live in a hammock and just no like no windows on no doors, just <laughs> open air, dogs coming nope. in. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I could live that way. I have to be shut in. Yeah. I don't feel safe unless. Well, I'm you shut do uh, the the feeling of privacy, so to speak. No, it's just a different culture. Privacy, yeah, it's a totally yeah. different culture. I don't know if I could, I could be comfortable doing it. But hey, you never say never. I mean, I like to experience new things and new, new cultures. And well, you know what, Rita? Yeah. Now you know where to go if you want to try and get him in the night. Even though he <laughs> go down there, he's in his in hammock. hammock. <laughs> Doors wide <laughs> open. He's a banana. Wide open. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. And okay, so what is a good age to drive? Oh, I started driving at. 15. Mm-hmm. I think that back in the day you could get your beginners at 15. Then you 16. Get 15. Oh, maybe. You get your beginners at 15. Right. And then you can get your beginners yeah. at 15. You couldn't be, you had to have a licensed driver with you. Yeah. Yeah. So you get your beginners left at 15. And then at 16, you can get your actual You're license. On your own. So at 15, you had to have somebody with you and yeah. they taught, and they were teaching you to drive. It's your beginner's license. So that's a whole different system now. That was the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, G1, yeah. G2, G3, which takes forever. But um, do you think I, that's good I, today? No. Yes. Uh, no. I, I think, well, I, I'll, first of all, when I was 15 or 16, I think it was a different time and we were a lot more mature. I got married at 19. A lot of people were getting married at 19 and 20. That was the thing. And and 10 years before me, that's what everybody was doing was getting married at a young age. After they get, go to high school, they get married, had kids. That was just, that was the norm. Culture's changed now. And I don't find that a 19-year-old is the same maturity as a 19-year-old back then. I agree. That's because so, of how we've raised them. So yeah, so and it's just society. They have changed. too many things. That society's changed. Them. Yes, society's changed. So, we had to so they don't have as, they don't have as many pressures that, as we did to grow up quick. They just didn't. No, well, you we, you were we started... had pressure to grow up quick sure. because you 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 wanted you a car. To, you had to grow up. You Plus wanted a car so you go out and do stuff. We right. had responsibilities. Plus your you parents didn't give a shit. About they didn't you. coddle. Not, no, there was their no goal, coddling. Their goal was get the fuck get the out. From the age out. of ten, it's like like yeah, you're gonna be out when you're sixteen. Like get the fuck out. Like I'm not carrying you yeah. forever. Like that was their get a that job. was how they were raised. Get a yeah, job. that's not this generation. Not this generation. For a lot of reasons, yeah, exactly. And not blaming this generation by any means, no, and I don't no, think it's no, wrong. Like no. it is what it so is. So I think for for today's generation, just for a job, I think uh, in the in the inter- in the big cities, definitely you don't need to have a license for sure. Um, you can get a job and not have your license, but for for more rural or smaller urban centers, <laughs> you do need to license at least by 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 eighteen. You need yeah. to have a license. I think. Um, 
I think cars are faster, yeah. way more traffic. I can yeah. so see. I mean, you got a different generation that's been raised differently. They're not as independent as we were. That's right. for sure. We yeah. were independent at a young age, oh. right? Like you came home at grade seven and cooked the family dinner, you and to, you yeah. just you just did, right? Yeah. Your mom, you got to cook dinner tonight. Okay, we'll have chicken and rice. Again. I remember as soon as I, got, as soon as I got a part time job, my parents said, well, "I'm not buying you clothes anymore. Are you buying your own clothes?" Oh yeah, for sure. Same with I me. Was I was twelve years old. And oh. I was buying 11, 11 is what I, first job was 11, but I think it was by the time I was 12, they said, yeah, you got to buy your own clothes. So I, went, here's okay, the lesson I gave to my, all three of my daughters and, um, Rachel had sunk in the most. I don't know why. So I said, I want you to look at, I said, she always used to ask, well, what happens at the, I said, well, the casino's the house. And I said, and Rachel, remember the house never loses. I said, so right now, Rach, I said, you're young. You live at home. You live in the house. Mm -hmm. You have no expenses, none, but you've got a part-time job. So I said, you know what you do with that money when you have no expenses? She says, spend it. And I go, no. (laughs) (laughs) I says, I I like Rachel. You could spend, spend but I said, this is when you learn to spend wisely. I said, because you're still... Young. So I said, you're still, I'm still buying your clothes. Your mom's still buying your clothes. You don't have to buy any of the extras. All the essentials are provided. I said, so yes, now when you really want something, now you can go buy it because you have your own money from your part-time job. But I said, as you get older, I said, you know what happens? She goes, what? I says, your expenses have gone up. She says, why? I said, because dad's not buying your clothes anymore, except maybe at Christmas. Yeah, that's or what my parents birthday. did too. Like and at I Christmas said, time, I would get underwear. And, and I said, so the house goes from Rachel ten percent and ninety percent. You could save. I said, yeah. and it starts to swing the other way. And I said, you don't want to get to get too far either way. But I said, the higher you get the other way, the more you less you can do because you don't have the extra income. She gets it now. It's like Rachel. Sat down and broke it down to her sister because every time I was trying to break it down, I was uh, being demeaning or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> so they're if you very have... sensitive, this generation. <laughs> yeah. so if you I was children, there banging yeah. my head off If you the have ground. adult children living at home, what's the, what's the age that you would start telling them they have to pay rent? Oh, that's a tough See, one. Uh, I, uh, okay. Especially after the last couple of years. <laughs> I grew up. Yeah. I grew right? up. I started working full time. Any okay. one of my sisters living yes. at home with mom and dad at the time. Just I'm just gonna off the top. Yeah. Um, so you paid. You paid. Mom called it board. Board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Paid your board. Yeah. And you still had uh, jobs mm-hmm. assigned around the house. So as the sisters are fucking off in the house now, it's just mom and I. Mom says, "Well, yours has gone up." And your board's gone up. Well, you no, know, because well, the girls there's less girls here now. <laughs> So she goes. You have to so, make up the shortfall. <laughs> she goes, and somebody has to pay my credit card bill. So I paid oh four hundred bucks a month board, but I was working full time. I don't have to buy food. I don't have to pay for cable. I don't have to pay for heat and hydro. Got my own car. I'm paying for my own insurance. There's no cell phones then, mm-hmm. so I'm still living. I'm still living the high life. Yeah, yeah, sure. But 
Sure. I figured 400 bucks was a pretty good offer. And Ma was doing all my washing, whether I asked her to or not. Okay. Fuck, yeah, she yeah, used yeah, to iron okay. my jeans, for Christ's sakes. It was enough <laughs> fucking took me five years to get her to stop doing that. <laughs> and I said, look I at me, I look like an idiot. It's she not goes, cool, Mom. You know what, you're right, you do look odd. <laughs> <laughs> so today, yeah. though, keeping in mind yeah. what we've just gone through globally, mm-hmm. which has fucked everybody up, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You shut the world down for two years, and you've got a gender, and then, and then everything exploded. And rents become unaffordable. Housing's unaffordable. Mm-hmm. Mortgage rates are unaffordable. So I, I don't know what that yeah, answer is today. today. I mean, I really yeah, don't. I think, I think, I think you have to wait and see. To be honest, I think you have I to think, wait and see yeah. to, for them to sort of recapture that because I, I, I couldn't imagine being 21, 22, 23 and being locked in. Whether True. I was at university or here, I would have lo- I would have gone fucking screw. Yeah. Like if you've got an adult child, if he's not at school, number one, or he or she is not doing not at school, and they need to be working. Hundred percent. And if they're working, they should pay board. They should be contributing to the they household. Should. And if that you means should. board or food, whatever you want to call, there it. has to be contributions that balance it out because it's not a free ride. Now, some parents, some parents, get to their credit, will say, and and also. Some kids are really good at saving money, and they say, "Look, our, my end game is to buy a house, and I'm saving every day." Hundred percent. And if you see that that's your child that's and they're doing it, then why would you put that burden on? Say, "Yeah, you guys are paying me rent, or you got whatever." If they're, if you see that there's they're taking advantage of the opportunity that they're given, which is to live at home for <clears> free <throat> and save all their money so they can buy a house, have at it. I would, I would hundred percent support no, that idea but there, if you see a kid that if you if your kid's not doing that and they're out there taking their their money and they're abusing it through drugs alcohol yeah. whatever wine women some um, and they're not saving money then yeah you got to you got to put some you got to put a deal in place say hey you've got to contribute here cuz i can't be a free ride on my end when you're Disneyland on yours. It's Disneyland on your end, right? So it all depends on the kid. I think every situation is different. I agree. I mean, I think you have to make the right decision for the kid for sure. There isn't a there isn't a blank. No, no. yeah, you can't say that's. Here's what you should do. You should do it now. I think by the time your kid, your adult child, is like 27, they yeah. should be the fuck out, <laughs> right? That's not the case, though. A lot of them are staying I know, 30, I know. 35. I totally get it. And you're like, oh. Yeah. But remember this, the age-old yeah. thing. Um, you never stop being a parent. No, unfortunately. What so, do they say? Stop feeding him cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> but I'm coming back. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know what? I don't know whether there's a good age for that or not a good age for that. When's a good age to start traveling? Oh, I did it young, and fuck, young, I was glad young, I did. Yeah. That would be yeah. one thing I'd say before you get married: go off and see the fucking world, yeah. so you realize how amazing it is back here. Yeah, my uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, if you've you got the financial means here. to do it young, do it young. If you don't have the financial means, then yes. it's, a, it's it, it all depends on you have to have the finances. But Number travel, one, you have to, travel, but travel well, see, if you can, because then you see the word and it exposes you. You, you got to travel. One of the things travel. that my son-in-law just mentioned, and and they've got they've got the financial means. My 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 kids are. are well off or you know they're doing okay so they're planning a trip to um to spain and one of the things my son-in-law said he says i'm so excited to take the kids to spain because that exposes them to europe exposes them to travel culture and, and, they're, and they're, they do take them like i think they're going to mexico in february just as a family vacation because their kids are young like eight, eight twelve and so they want to expose them to different parts of the world through travel and through vacations so that when they do get to a certain age of life they already they're, know they're, The world is open to them. Like, who knows? They may decide, you know what? I want to go to school in Spain. I want to go to school in France. I want to study in Paris. I want to study in London. There's I a mean, lot of... There's Europe, opportunities. There's You're a lot not, of European... The world is... 
big. Yes. And, and you're not just you're not just pigeonholed to little old Brantford or little old Paris no. or whatever it is. You're in you're you're, you're you, you the world's big. There's a lot of European countries that will give international students free uh, tuition. And that's why as well. I that's why we have a lot of inter- international students here in Canada. And too. it's we don't give them free tuition here. But they but get in, a lot of them here. Though. In Europe, in Europe, and I'm talking about international, like I'm talking about like Estonia does yeah. and Germany does. And yeah, yeah. And then you learn a second language while you're there. And we ran the numbers because Andrew at one point thought about going to Germany for an international business degree, which would have been fucking crazy. Yeah, he would never yeah. have come back. And when we did the math, it was going to cost me in medical and living and uh, food probably ten grand, which is significantly less than you pay here for your kids 100%. to go to school. And you have an elevated degree. Yeah. I don't even care if it's an elevated school. Yeah. The fact that you have an international education, you're learning yeah, a second yeah, language, yeah, I mean, it puts you way on a completely different trajectory. Yeah, yeah. Now... The problem is, if something happens, you're a 10-hour flight away. That, mm. That's not easy to get to. But you know what? I mean, there's just a lot of... And I think traveling is the best thing because you do. You come home and go, fuck, we kill it here, man. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I, I kind of thank my dad for putting the travel bug in me because he said, go see the world while yeah. you're young. Yeah. Because mm, sure. uh, the world will change as you get older. And he said... And, and dad's point was because when you do get married... That trip to Australia, that trip to Europe, um, they're going to have to wait till your kids are done school and on their way. That, and I'm not yeah. saying... Most people, er, I agree. He was just... Those big trips are harder to do. They're harder to come by once you start having kids. Now, in your uh, ch- children's situation with, the grant, with their children, they're financially able to do and yeah. go to these different yeah. countries. But, but Dad just wanted are. to say, get out and see it. Because his point was... You're doing this, all your planning is done over the phone yeah. and by research, Jeff. He said, and yeah. five years, ten years, it'll be done by computers. I, I know a lot of uh, people that have gone out of high school before they go into university or college. They did tra- a year and yeah. they traveled. They, they backpacked across Europe, whatever, uh, or biked across Europe. Or whatever. They did, they did something for a year. I, I, that's admirable. If, I've, if I had the opportunity to do that... Before you go to school. The, and probably the wherewithal, because it takes balls to just leave, pick up from home at 18 and go, I'm going on the road, and I don't know where I'm going to land, and I'm going to live in a ditch. I, I, I'm not that person. There's no way I could do that. I, it's admirable when I see that. And those are the best memories. Those people will today say that, that was the best time of their life. I almost went to Australia with Sue Jones. Oh, I was supposed to go with her when oh, she was yeah. 21. When she yeah. graduated well, university, we were going to go. She went. I didn't. Well, but when, I had met my first ex-husband. When I went, when I went to Australia, yeah. um, I had by phone call pre-booked a cup uh, a youth at a hostel. Yeah. But that's just a phone call pre-book. I don't know from right or wrong, from left or right. If I show up there the day I show up, if it if there's going to be room at the end. But I'd, I'd taken yeah. a little tent and everything. But regardless, yeah. um, uh, I'm glad I did it because oh, yeah. uh, you're oh, on yeah. your own. You're out there. You're on the cool other experience. side of the world or in Europe or wherever you are. So you're relying on your wits. Mm-hmm. So switch gears again. What's the a good age for a girl to start wearing makeup? Mm, that's tough today. Mm-hmm. I mean, girls are, you're automatic. If you're girl, girl, mm-hmm. you're automatically drawn to it mm-hmm. from a young age. I don't know. I would say probably grade seven, grade eight. 
So that would be what? Like 13, 13 11, 14. 12, 13? Okay. I think when you have a teen yeah. in your age, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a decent age. Yeah. And they're, they're a lot. I mean, the girls. Once you hit 13, that's probably acceptable to start wearing a little bit. A little bit. And, do, and you know what? And I think the thing that we need to teach our kids is, and women alike, yeah. is that you don't have to show everybody your stuff. No. In fact, no. it's more attractive for women that keep some of that hidden because you create an allure, right? Yeah. So I I would say that I think to be not conservative necessarily, but respect yourself. Classy. Classy, yeah. Yeah. Maybe understated a little bit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, I mean, I find that when you're young, so I don't know why this makeup thing, but at 13 years old, does that mean now I'm wearing short shorts and I'm wearing tank tops and everything everywhere? Mm -hmm. And I get that that's part of the fashion for the young people, but it's okay to be discreet. Right. Uh, And and that, 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 is that's a really I, strong trait to have. Well, also you, you learn that with maturity, but at, at a young age, that's not what they're seeing. They're seeing what they want to dress like. They're what, what the social yeah. norm is. And if the social norm is to wear skimpy little outfits and a lot of makeup, that's what they want to do. They want to emulate what they see. So as they, a parent, oh, you need so to teach parent, them you, not to. What's, yeah, so that discretion to, is a good thing to have. Right. Yeah. No, you know what I throw at them because my daughters. Are, Fucking risque dressers at times. You know, go, Are you f- I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right. fuck off. Exactly, you can yeah. save that for the circus. Yeah. I'm, you're at fucking Walnut Street. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Fuck yeah. off. I don't yeah. want to know you're wearing that. I don't yeah. want to. But I, uh-huh. I don't care that you are. I know you have a lot of self-respect and good self-esteem. Yeah, but but yeah. I don't need to see it right here. Yeah. That's, those are booty shorts. Booty shorts aren't allowed here. <laughs> I don't need to see you fucking flying around a pool in a thong. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm your dad. Right. If you can't so my, fucking wear a normal bathing yeah. suit, in case you can't swim in the pool. Yeah. So my granddaughter, oh, for Christmas, she got uh, a couple of Sephora cards. So she's got like a hundred bucks in Sephora. She's so how eight old is she? years oh, old. That's a that's tough one. Eight years old. But in to her parents' credit, like like my daughter, she, my daughter, my daughter's very wise and she's smart. So she, like she said, it's not like she's gonna buy this up and wear it to school. She's gonna experiment with it at home. But if she gives her the the means to do it with her own makeup and not using mom's because that comes with a whole host of opportunity for infection, you know, um, styes like eyes styes and all this stuff because you're using somebody else's makeup. But she can buy her own stuff. She plays with it in the house. She learns. She m- mom teaches her, works with her on stuff. She said, young. By the time she gets to is, the, it's young. 12, 13, Even she'll 13. have some experience with but it. But it's that's young. I it told, is. That's, to me, I think that's too young. To I told that. today. And Sephora. Sephora. I go, okay, so seriously, I could see play makeup. Mm-hmm. Can I add something? Yeah. Mike's here. Ladies and gentlemen. On the news last night, there was a report about Sephora, and in their market studies now, their biggest market is the tweens. Yeah. 11, 12-year-olds. Wow. Not teens and Older. adults. Tweens. That's their number one market. Right and that's now. the parents that are buying that shit for them at Sephora. What is wrong with play makeup? I mean, I, that's a different thing, right? But to go to that extent, like Sephora's high in shit. It, it, it is. It but is. They have everything there. They, they, yeah, they have makeup. Just, they have, what's the I'm not criticizing your daughter. It's, it's no, her no. daughter. I mean, oh, no. I, do what you I like. Gave her, the only I one, gave her, I gave her one of those $50. <laughs> it was probably your grandmother gave her the other one. So, hey, and your daughter's was, going, what she oh, asked my for? God. She's my princess. If she asked for it, I'm going to give my princess what she wants. I think that, I don't think we should be in a hurry to make our kids grow up. And and everybody's in a hurry right now. I mean, they know more than they should because it's accessible. They don't have the ability to process 
process what they know. Mm-hmm. You don't have but the when, cognitive ability to process when the you're shit eight that you're years looking old, at. When you're an eight-year-old little girl, mm-hmm. you're still playing dress-up games and princess. Yes, and, yes. And she's still princess. Like, she's still Dave, playing house. She's Dave, playing... Someday, probably yeah. in the next... If she's eight years old now, Dave's going to have to go out there and be some fucking knight in shining armor. Before you. Well, for, for your what? granddaughter. Why would I be an action? I don't know. She might say, Will you be the king of the castle and I'm the princess? Oh, yeah. No, no. no. She's not. I could see, I could see nail stuff. I mean, yes, but even that's that, she's I mean, in. She, she, she's into yeah. her nails. She's I get into that. the, she's into the, not so much the cosmetics, but like the skincare stuff. Uh, you know, like all I'm those not even thingies. into skincare yeah. stuff, and I'm 55. Into, you know, the, you know the lotions and the potions, and <laughs> things to make her her feet smell pretty and blah blah blah. You know, like she's girly you know, girl. You know, and the, and the hair. There's also they have hair products and stuff, so they yeah. get they get all that stuff too. She gets to play with her hair. She's eight, she's, but. She's a girl, and she's she's always been a princess, and that's her. she's a girly girl. She's not a tomboy in any way. Yeah. So she's a she wants to be a girl, and she wants to learn it. She's and mom's it. like, you know, as long as she plays safe at home and she learns it, then when she gets to an age, she's not going to be all of a sudden turn into this trampy thing. That, you, you don't know. know that. We don't know. <laughs> you yeah. don't know that. But it's whatever. That's the goal. That, the end goal is for her not to. That's the end goal. So this is a. a I have a question. It's an opportunity for her to learn. I have a, I have a, a very very big question. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to do with makeup. Okay. Okay. So what I'm noticing now with some of these women on the dating sites, why are people penciling in or drawing in eyebrows? No, it's such what a weird it? thing. Rita? Because I can't. It's such I, a Rita? weird thing. Ask Mike. He probably knows more about <laughs> Mike, this. Mike, I'm sorry. The microblading. It's not. They go in and they get them tattooed, essentially. Like some of the shapes. Yeah, it's I, tattooed. I wanna, like, to me, I'm like... I, um, excuse me. I got to tell you a funny story. I want to send a message to say, do you know how fucking odd you, you look? You look like a clown. so bizarre. <laughs> I find it bizarre Plant too. So I know that I went and I was married to Ray at the time and I <laughs> I went in and had my eyebrows dyed like like a darker color. I swear to God, I look like Groucho Marx. I came home and I remember Ray going, what the fuck? I, go, I know, I'm trying to wash it off. Let me bleach. Because I'm so blonde that even I can't even use yeah. a pencil because it looks so stupid on me. But I, I see it. And some people, I think it looks nice when it's done properly. It looks, but they're bigger for sure. Well, it's you can tell of, the ones who are doing it themselves, But it man. looks fucking retarded on oh, other. No, uh, microblading, you have to have it done by... Uh, no, I know the tat. Yeah, that. But I'm talking. No, these are fucking definitely been drawn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, honest to God, yeah, yeah. honest to God, and I'm thinking, I want to call it. Listen, honey. Um, you know what? I, I was okay till I got to your eyes, and then I laughed. Cause you look stupid. <laughs> yeah. So let's skip to so dying hair. What's, what's a good What's a good age to uh, to start dying your hair? I would say grade nine. Three. Because yeah, my hairstylist is grade three. My kids yeah, I don't think so. Color by the age yeah, your kids. Yeah, your but kids, you're a hair. Do, you're, you're a hair. But that's your, your ex was a they hairstylist. Were frumpy. It was time. <laughs> I, I've never dyed my hair. <laughs> my three year old was frumpy looking. She needed some highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I, a buddy of mine used to put um, sun in. Is that what it's called? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, yeah. give it a try, give it a try. And I was like, fuck, I'm terrified. And I just figured what what I've got of gray, I'm lucky to have held on what I have. <laughs> yeah. I you know mean, what? You know how old I was when I dyed my hair? Yeah, when? Yeah. 30. And You're it was 30. after I had yeah. the boys because my yeah. hair was always blonde. Okay. I used sun in when I was in high school, the odd time, whatever. But I wasn't a real, I didn't really maintain shit yeah. like some women do. I, I wasn't think, all, I'm not really yeah. all that fussy. So why don't you go back to just being blonde? 
I am blonde. What is wrong I, with I you? I think, yeah, I think. <laughs> what are you not age, looking at? Yeah, she's not blonde. But no, what happened? Blonde. What happened when I got? No, my hair it's shit blonde. Yes. Like yeah. naturally, it's a it's a it's not dark dark, but it's mostly blonde. It's, You're it's a mostly blonde. blonde so yeah. I need highlights and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, is I don't have a lot of gray hair. Very little that, gray I, hair. I, that's what I said. I, I was just gonna say um, it's not really a choice of when's a good time. It's when when you think it's it's right. Some people they need a change in their life. They need a change in their look. So it's, that's time to dye their hair because they're they're in an emotional state that they need to pick me up. Which oh, absolutely, is, which is a change. A change. Yeah. Some people they'll do it when they see too many damn gray hairs. Then it's time to do. Hundred percent. Some people would do it young. I've seen some girls do it young, 12, 13 years old, get the highlights, and then it become, progresses to, oh, I want to change the color, and then I want a full head of pink or a full a fuchsia or whatever. And then and that comes fun. That, that's fun, fun for girls or whatever. I, don't, I, I think that's very I think it depends. Yeah. I'm taking a shave in my head in the summer. Subjective. I really am thinking of giving it a whirl. I, I just came through, what, five months of facial hair. Now I'm thinking of going the <laughs> Just like a fucking bowling ball. Hey, pin. Well, we'll give you our opinion when it happens. We'll give you our our opinion. Seriously, seriously. No, no, how do you go grab? It goes back. I know, but do you do it? Do I do I do I trim it or do I have to actually shave? Oh, just do a number one. No, just do a number one. What's a number one? What's on his head right now? Buzz and you buzz it down with a number one or or do a zero. You just buzz it down to a zero. It'll grow. Down to the wood. Down to the wood. But don't don't shave it right away. Like it's all shiny and stuff. I did shave it. I don't it. want to be a shiny headed bald guy. Yeah. I don't and, want and, that. And, and that was in back in the early two thousands. That was shiny headed bald guy. Not the shiny part, but the bald without a stubble. Like he was bald, bald. That's was in for. A I don't of want years. to be that guy. That's not in. Everybody right wants now. to grow up and grab your That's head. That's not then. in. No, but I, I think a, sha- a closely shaved heads. I'm fine. thinking of giving it a whirl. A little bit of stubble on the, around the around the. Ears. I think I'll just slice through the wind. <laughs> We will update you. Hopefully, have our cameras we'll in by the time that sure. he shaves his head, so you can be there for That's the right. live reveal. Yeah. Anyway, like, follow, share, unless you guys. I'll do it on the no, end. Any more thoughts? Any we'll more get thoughts? drunk. We'll get drunk on Vodka Friday and shave my head. I'm not shaving. And then we'll shave my ass. Teach me to walk backwards. Oh. <laughs> like, follow, share, everybody. And if you anybody comes up with any good ages to do stuff, just let us know. Anyway, start masturbating. What age do you start drinking off? I'm not going to answer that. Bye.